Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam. My name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is sobdchat at gmail.com, my personal Instagram, Fatima underscore farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. Hey everybody, happy April and welcome to another episode of the Soul Beauty Chats podcast. So let me set the scene for you. It is almost 9 p.m. on a Monday evening and your girl has just woken up from a nap. <laughs> so I have this random surge of energy, which I'm so grateful for because in all honesty, I've been very tired all day long. So I guess the power nap did what it was supposed to do. And as a result, I am here recording a podcast. This is very unlike me on a Monday evening, (laughs) but we move. So today I want to talk to you about a conversation I was actually having with a coworker around self-care. So I was sharing how Lately, my forms of self-care have been looking a lot different than what one would probably imagine, right? You know, I have this platform and I'm a mindfulness meditation instructor and a breathwork facilitator. And I am very um, open about, you know, sharing these different techniques and practices with my community and just people in general who are looking to, you know, become more mindful in their lives. That is what I preach, essentially, right? That is um, what I share in some way on pretty much every platform that I touch. And I was sharing with her how lately, you know, I have been taking my walks. I will give myself some um, props there because the walks are still something that are very nourishing for me. But I've noticed lately that my form of self-care has honestly been looking like a lot of reality TV. (laughs) And I know what you're thinking. Reality TV? How could that possibly be a form of self-care? So what I shared with her and what I want to share with you is that self-care is allowed to look differently in different seasons of your life. So in one season, you may be all about working out and going hard in the gym, or maybe you're taking your Pilates or kickboxing, or maybe it's dance classes. Maybe it is taking up a new hobby, right? Play, exploring different things that really excite you and bring that energy to your life. 
or maybe it's things slower like taking a bath, taking a walk, um, sitting out in nature, meditating, doing breath work, journaling, right? Those are all different forms of self-care, all beautiful in their own right, all helpful and intentional and can be very grounding and nurturing. And there's things also that are really like numbing techniques, right? That can be very comforting to us depending on what we may be going through. And instead of shaming myself lately for having this newfound excitement about binging reality TV, instead I've just gotten really curious about it. And I have started to ask myself like, hmm, you know, this isn't typically me, you know, to sit and kind of like watch hours of reality shows. Um, I have like my few here and there that I'll watch, but lately it's been like on another level. Like I've been like, oh, can I like this show has three seasons. Okay. Let's start here. You know, let's dig in. Um, it's really been on another level. So instead of really shaming myself and beating myself up and saying, Oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Why aren't you creating content? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Right. Which I'm sure a lot of us can probably relate to, which is like this feeling of always feeling like we have to be productive, you know, like we always have to be doing something. So, I mentioned this a few months ago, I think to my therapist or someone I was talking to of how like even when I'm not doing anything, I don't feel like I'm resting because my mind is still so active with what I should be doing, what I could be doing. Right. So I've decided recently to just fully embrace and fully embody that this is a form of numbing, but it's also comforting. It's also soothing, right? So if you think about like when a child gets like an injury or like they fall or something, right? Or they go to the doctor and they get a shot. What do we do? We give them candy, right? We give them something to soothe them. We give them a candy. Maybe we give them like a little blankie or like a little stuffed animal to hold. We say, oh, like it's okay. We kiss the boo-boo, right? We literally nurture them and soothe them back to a place of feeling better. And when we think of inner child work as adults, right? We still need that same soothing and that same nurturing as adults. So if you're experiencing something and maybe it's not as blatant, right? Like maybe you're not physically injuring yourself or physically in pain, but maybe you're emotionally in pain. Maybe you're processing something really heavy like grief or sadness or disappointment or rejection or just overwhelm, right? Anxiety and you need to feel soothed. In that moment, turning to a meditation may not provide that soothing warmth comfort that you are craving right and this is where like things like food addictions come into play and I'm definitely not advocating for um you know turning to um food as a way to soothe yourself especially health unhealthy foods right because that's something that I struggled with for years I talked about that in my um, mindfulness eating podcast. Um, you can go back and listen to that, but I explored how, you know, I realized that I had had a really unhealthy relationship with food for years, um, where it was my comfort. It was where I would turn to when I was needing soothing and everyone has their thing, right? I always say that I say that 
all the time. Everyone has their thing, whether it's a positive thing or if it's a not so helpful thing. But we all have our things that we turn to when we're needing comfort, nurturing and support and navigating some type of emotional or physical pain. Um, I think it's really just up to us to explore what are the different tools in my self-care toolkit that I can turn to. What are the positive ones that I turn to and what are the not so positive ones that I turn to? Right. Um, Some of those non uh, I hate to say like toxic or non positive, but the things that can just not be as helpful. Right. It's turning to maybe like a toxic relationship, a toxic friendship, Um, maybe turning to um, like I mentioned, food, eating really unhealthy food, or even eating like really large amounts of food, right? Not being able to stop eating. You just keep eating to constantly feel that soothing feeling, um, or maybe drinking, right? Turning to alcohol, turning to drugs. Those are different things that people turn to, not necessarily because they just love this thing so much. A lot of times it's a layer deeper and it's typically connected to, um, some type of emotional pain. So, Explore that, you know, if that resonates for you, if that um, is even triggering for you, just maybe explore why and and what are the different ways that you soothe, you self-soothe yourself. Um, Yeah, so lately for me, like I said, it's been looking like watching reality TV. I go into it very consciously, like a lot of the times I'm aware that I'm soothing and I'm trying to um, kind of comfort myself in that way. And, um, and then there's times when I don't, there's times where I literally just turn it on and I just kind of numb out what I'm feeling. And, um, and then there's other times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this for about an hour or so because I don't have the capacity to like really process what I'm feeling right now, you know? Um, and that's not to say that my other tools have gone out the window. You know, I still journal every morning. I still spend time with God. I still take my walks a few times a week. I still work out a few times a week. Like I'm still intentional about those things, but I just wanted to be honest and transparent and share that even as someone that is a advocate and a practitioner and a facilitator, that this is still an ongoing journey. It's a everyday journey. It's real life, you know, just because you see your favorites online posting and creating content, that does not mean that we don't have days, weeks, months, years (laughs) where our life is um, feeling very chaotic or um, the experiences that we're having or the emotions that we're navigating are challenging, you know, Um, and we are not sitting around meditating all day long. <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you if none of if none of your your favorites have ever shared this before. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> we're not sitting around meditating all day long and praying all day long and listening to worship music all day long. Like we are having a real experience and sometimes that experience means we show up for ourselves in different ways. So I just wanted to share that honest, transparent thought with you guys and um, let you know that you're not alone in what you may be experiencing, that there is no perfection in self-care and healing in this journey. It is a lifelong practice. So although I am a practitioner, like I am, it's because I am practicing this every day. That does not mean that I am an expert at, at some level, at some stage I've reached expert. No, I just 
I am practicing just like everyone else. Um, so I encourage you, I hope that this encourages you to just take your self-care day by day, take your journey of healing day by day, even moment by moment, right? Moment by moment, meal by meal, hour by hour, minute by minute, breath by breath, and show yourself some grace. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soul beauty. Back to the episode.